Oh my god, it's another Death Metal Dicks mini-episode interview. We're talking to an old, and I mean old, friend of ours, Ryan Parker, and uh, he's got a killer band. We got a record review coming out for the record. Holy hands, they're ripping it up up there in Massachusetts. Ryan's been in several kick-ass hardcore bands, and as you know, before we were into death metal, we were into hardcore, so we stay pretty current with that scene, and I like the record a bunch. What do you think, buddy? I was into death metal before I was into hardcore, and then I got into hardcore, and then I got a big, huge, hot, fuck boudin. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ryan? Not much, Ryan. Good to hear from you. Yeah, you too, dude. Uh, so the record came out on Atomic Action. That's right. Yep. And anyone? Well, yep. I was just saying, this guy. I think we're like uh, it's probably about three or four months in to the release, and uh, yeah, we're psyched on. Well, it sounds great. So anyone that likes hardcore, post-hardcore, passionate punk rock, I highly recommend you get over there. You buy the record. Like I said, we're going to put out our full video review of it, but it's a nice white vinyl to add to your collection. Sounds great. You should check it out. Uh, how long were you? You weren't a band very long before you put that out, right? No, we did a, actually about a year. Yeah, so we did a, we put a seven-inch out like the minute we started, you know, and it it's all right. It, it's not super representative of what we sound like now. Um, basically, we wrote a bunch of songs, and instead of releasing a demo, we just put a seven-inch out, and then... Uh, and immediately started working on the songs that were this that turned into this record. So the songs from the seven inch aren't on the new record. No, no. And you know what? The seven inch is out there. You can buy it if you're into us. You know, and you want to have it. That's great. But it's not something I listen to. It's it's, it's good, but it's good for what it was, where we were, we just starting out. But it's basically a demo that came out on vinyl. Dude, that drummer claps. Dude, he's awesome. Yeah, he's been in some good bands too, man. He, he was in a good hardcore band called Rain Dance. He's, uh, yeah, but uh, he can he can shred. Yeah, it's out of control. That's the first thing I noticed. Not to slight you, because you're a great guitar player, but right when I put that thing on, dude, that first track, holy shit, that guy rips. Yeah, man, this bad yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, he, he carries us. We we uh we can pull it off live because he's good. He gives us the freedom to like just play. So you uh grew up. I mean, you've lived in the same area for your entire life, which basically put you... I mean, you're in uh, basically scene-wise uh, Providence, Rhode Island. You're like the guy. Yeah, or, I'm not the or guy. Or not the but, guy, yeah, but you're I've like been, in the original... I've been for a long time. Because that was like... Boston, uh, yeah, right, right. But the, like Boston's the huge scene, and then you know, you're know you part of like the... I wouldn't call it a suburb, but you know the smaller adjacent scene. That's where we live. But I mean, as far as like... Growing up in music, I was both. Yeah, I like I actually played in Boston bands and Providence bands simultaneously. And you're right, they're totally different scenes. Like there are tons of kids who grew up in the Providence scene and never went to shows in Boston. And then if you were in Boston, there wasn't a lot of reason to go to Providence because you're right, it's like a smaller like little thing. But I played in bands that were Boston bands and Providence bands, and there weren't a lot of kids that crossed both. I think maybe when I was a younger. But I did. Yeah, I mean, anyone that knows hardcore knows that that was one of the biggest scenes. Tons of great bands came out of there, and you were—I mean, so you were—you were around when SSD Control came out, right? Or is that wrong? Nah, that's a little—that's before me. I came in when Slapshot 
was, I would say, right when Slapshot was just past their initial early violent, you know what I mean? Yeah. When Slapshot started, it was a thing. And then I came in right after that, like the, you know, late 80s, uh, you know, but so it was, it was SSD, we're done. Okay. Know? But Slapshot, we're reigning supreme. Yeah. And that's that, how it happened. SSD passed, passed the torch to Slapshot. So then you were around for the whole movement of famous carnivore cover band, Blood for Blood. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they're, fucking, dude, they're fucking awesome. I, I hope you're not shitting on Blood for Blood, man. Man, uh, I'm not shitting on Blood for Blood, but let's be real. They are for sure a carnivore cover band. I I I disagree, man. I thought I always thought they were more of a sheer terror cover band. Yeah, Chris just tries to edge lord everything. <laughs> That's not true. All right, well, I, this is a revelation I had recently because I like Blood for Blood a lot. Always yeah. been a fan. In fact, I would say I liked Blood for Blood before I liked Carnivore. But I went back and listened to some Carnivore, and dude, they—I mean, it—it's like they. So you know, you have if you've listened to Blood for Blood, all of their songs have like the bar noises in the background like it's a studio recorded album but they're like hey gargoyle pass me another one of those ales over there like that is a carnivore <laughs> thing and then like the song the lyrics that are just absurd carnivore and the same tempo and i mean it's not a cover band it's, it's like you're just taking that sound and moving it along i'm just fucking around yeah but carnivore i, I, I definitely i see the sheer terror like you know obviously blood to blood are playing shows well, i guess they kind of are doing stuff but I was always, when they were looking for a singer, I would have killed to get Paul Bearer from Sheer Terror singing the fucking Blood for Blood songs would have done it for me. That would have been cool as fuck, man, because obviously that Buddha guy sucks. And then, uh, you know, what yeah. do they do? Is it White Trash Rob just singing everything now? Yeah, exactly. I think he probably have. I actually didn't, I haven't seen him since they've done any of the actual reunion stuff. Yeah. And uh, I assume they have uh, people getting up on stage and doing cameos. Like, I mean, that would, yeah. You know, that, Kind of makes sense, but yeah, I think the uh, Colin of Arabia did it for a while. I feel like yeah, I saw like that, a live. See, that makes perfect sense. Like he's a guy that you'd want to do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, have you heard the new Ramallah song? They're fucking killer, man. You heard the whole thing. What'd you say? You heard the whole thing, like the eight minute one. Oh no, no, I just saw the thing on YouTube. Oh my god, man! You have got to give it. There's so he does like he's got this song. It's eight minutes long, and it's all about all the women he's dated that have overdosed or been killed from other causes. Yeah, mostly drug related. But in the middle of the song, he it takes an interlude, and it's like white trash Rob, and then a straight up voice actor. So it's like pretty decent acting, and he's the girl's like, "Can you save me, Rob?" And he's like, "No, I can't save you, toots." And she's like, Will "You." <laughs> Could would you just how uh, I, I don't want to die? Could you just come and say, like I said, I can't save you, Toots. There's nothing I could do for you. It's like oh. <laughs> it's like three minutes of a skit that he wrote around him trying to save this girl and he can't save her and she fucking dies. Uh, that's the life of agony, man. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, I don't want to say it's hilarious because I feel like White Trash Rob is really invested in it. But man, you gotta check it out. You're gonna love it. Yeah. I, I love the live shit they did. You know, all that, like, before and after the record intro, fighting in the studio stuff. That, I'm, it's all, it's campy, but, you know, I know, I know, I grew up with all of those voices. You know what I mean? So I can pick out who's who in that crowd 
And it just makes me laugh. It makes me smile. Yeah. So who's Gargoyle? Because that's what, something that's always stuck with me. Yeah, man. Who's what? Gargoyle? Yeah. So the, yeah, there's like a like what in a uh, album. Living in exile, man. Living in exile. I've got that seven inch. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, he's. He, you Sasquatch pussy I was over here talking to Gargoyle He slid me a cold one And I said man fuck this place I don't think they say Gargoyle I think it's Celtic Jim I know they say they shout Nah out dude to. it's for sure He's like uh, He sits down and he's like Yeah hey, it's a cold life out there huh Gargoyle's a bartender dude Yeah I know Gargoyle's a bartender He's like yeah hey, it's a cold life out there huh He's like yeah I'm getting beat down over there at the docks He's like ah yeah Like hey Gargoyle How about an ale for me and my man yeah, I'm having a hard time making ends meet. I feel you, brother. Gargoyle, can I get those ales while I'm young? And it's a motorhead cover. Uh, yeah, it's I the Ace of Spades. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That is a, the front of Ace of Spades, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to go to that bar. I think about that shit all the time. Anytime I order a beer, I just want to go, Hey, Gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's later. Like, I love Blood for Blood. Don't get me wrong. They were like, Boston was so like fractured. They, you know, at that point in time, there were like three totally separate scenes that, like, regular kids kind of would cross over sometimes. But it, it was like there was like the like angry punk scene that maybe centered around the rap, and that had Blood for Blood, and then all these the Ducky Boys, and uh, you know there were there were a bunch of bands that kind of would be that scene. And, and, and a lot of like the crew bands, you know, Big Block, Force Report, Big Block, and, and those guys, but that like, it kind of centered around the rat. And then there were like, all of the like, kind of metal offshoot bands, you know, like Converge and Cave In, and you know, there was, there was a whole scene around that. And then there were all of like the youth crew bands, like the 10 Yard Fight and the, that whole scene. And Righteous there, jams. There really wasn't a, a lot of crossing over. It really wasn't. Yeah, man, that's a lot. I mean, that's the luxury of having a huge city scene because, you know, for me, it would just be any fucking hardcore band that came. And there would often be terrible crossover packages. Like, dude, I've seen Stretch Armstrong probably 10 times, and that's the worst band <laughs> of all time. Yeah. And it would just be like whoever was per- fucking putting on shows would just slap together any quote-unquote hardcore band and make it happen. It would be like Stretch Armstrong, Norma Jean, and American Nightmare. Like, I swear to God, that was a show I saw before. <laughs> yeah, man. of course. It was punishment. Yeah, I, can't, I can't fault American Nightmare, though, man. I freaking love that band. Oh, no, fuck, that's yeah. the reason I, I went. I everything about that. Yeah, that's why I went to the show. I just had to see that yeah, other fucking dog shit to get to it. Hey, that's how you crush somebody's yeah. head into dust and just listen to a fucking American Nightmare. Yeah, they, that new yeah. album rips. It's fucking great. Everything they've ever done has been great. Every dude, they've never faltered for me. Yeah, American yeah. Nightmare collapse. Stretch Armstrong honks. Yeah, I've I've played some shows though, but yeah. Man, fuck the. Why don't you go on the record and say fuck those dorks? Yeah, I don't. I don't really. <laughs> I have no memory of the yeah. people, and I have no memory of the music. So. Well, it's bad. Real fucking. Bad. It's Christian. No, I know. I've I've been to like. I played, I'm telling you, I probably, I think I did like a weekend, I think some kind of hate did like a champion Stretch Armstrong weekend or something. Man, you and, uh, keep the company of pedophiles, dude. Yeah, <laughs> blood for blood, yeah, champion, what the fuck? <laughs> Allegedly. 
<laughs> nah, dude, it's for sure. Champion fucking honks too. That's a terrible uh, band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of those dudes are righteous. I'm sure they're cool, dudes, but one of those dudes is righteous. So, man, what I like is to talk bad about hardcore bands, and then there's some crossover, and someone hears it and they get their feelings hurt. Like I can't remember who I shit on when I was talking to that dude from the Absence, but they're like, "Hey, man." They're pretty good. I know those guys. Like, dude, I don't give a fuck. They honk. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. I can deal with it. All right. Uh, right. I'm going to... It's not a band I go back and listen to. They're not, like, crucial for me. Yeah. We did a ton of shows with them. I played a ton of shows with them. Well, they're huge. And, uh, actually, I think I toured with them. Uh, you, you were on... I, did, I went to Europe with Slapshot and Champion. I, I, I did. I, I lived on a bus with those guys. Uh, you, were, you guys were on Bridge Nine, though, right? Some, yeah, some kind of hate yeah. So it was a Bridge Nine package, I'm sure, because that was that was exactly, their huge yeah. shit right then. Was Champion and dude, Champion was. To be fair, they were fucking huge. Yeah. yeah I, I I remember I liked watching them play. The the one the guitarist for the band Aram is fucking awesome. He's like seriously one of the best dudes I've ever met. The rest of the guys seem were fun to hang around with. I, I don't they're not brothers and arms or anything. I don't know them well. Yeah, because he was that, busy trying to fucking finger kids on MySpace the whole time instead of hanging out with everyone else. He was trying to get a fucking knuckle into a 12-year-old. Yeah, probably. No, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've been, I feel fucking bold this week because i just been listening to Manowar. You ever fuck with that? No. Never once? No. <laughs> Dude, it claps. You got to give it a spin. Ryan, man, how old are you, dude? <laughs> uh, well, I, I missed the question. Sorry, I was laughing. No, no, no. I, I'm asking you, how old are you? Oh, me? I'm 43. Okay, you'll definitely fucking love Man War. Yeah, man. So you as like, soon as we man, as soon as I hit thirty, I was like, man, I'm gonna revisit this. It makes total sense, dude. It's just about kicking poser ass and fucking fighting, fucking. F- fighting Phoebes and fucking hammering hammering ladies' wet pussies. It's cool, dude. I watched that, they did that doc, it wasn't even a documentary, like, they made their own movie, right? Yeah, hell yeah, they did. Yeah, I watched that, and when I watched it, I fucking loved it. And it changed my life, and it was, all right, you're a jujitsu dude, right? You know, you go to a a jujitsu seminar with, like, somebody, whoever, a dude comes through town and he teaches you his shit, and you're at the seminar, and you're like, oh my god, everything's gonna change. I'm going to fucking kill everybody with this fucking series of moves. It's going to change my life. And then you walk around all weekend with that shit in your head, and it's all you do for the next week. And then a week after that, you can't even remember what he showed. You, yeah. you, you know he showed something, you knew you loved it, it was awesome, and you can never do it again, and you forgot the, every part of it. That's what that Man of War movie did to me. <laughs> I watched the Man of War movie with a bunch of my friends, for a week, all we talked about was getting Man of War tattoos. Man, fuck and, yeah. And, we just talked about that before we got here. <laughs> and then uh, I swear to God, I couldn't name you the one of their songs. Man. I, since I get dropped out of my memory, I can't think of them since. But for that fucking, that was one glorious week after I saw the movie. Dude, you got to come back to it because, uh, so you like Bane a lot, right? And so, you know, Bane's whole thing is that they're a hardcore band, but all their fucking songs are about hardcore. Yeah, exactly. So Manowar is a fucking 
powerful metal band, and literally all their songs are about fighting evil armies, but somehow their main weapon is metal. And religion. Uh, but the religion is funny. metal. So there's a cartoon show my kids watch that had that exact story plot for one of their episodes, Teen Titans. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't know there was a Metal Teen Titans episode, but... Yeah. There's, a metal, there's a, a metal episode of Teen Titans where they uh, it's a three-parter, and they fucking summon this band to slay this evil dragon with their with their metal. So it's Manowar. They summon <laughs> yeah, they fucking, fucking Manowar. They aped Manowar, dude. Fucking Teen Titans go aped fucking Manowar, man. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I gotta... That's, yeah, you guys see it. I'm gonna man. I would love to indoctrinate my children with the love of Manowar. They won't get it till they're thirty, man. They're not gonna get it. Yeah, you just gotta come the fuck back around. Well, dude, uh, I'm not trying to keep you forever, uh, but yeah, I want to stress to people: we're gonna have that record review pop up. You are one of my fucking best friends. We've known you forever. Haven't seen you in a long time. You've always supported our show, so I want to make sure that everyone that listens to this buys the record, affordable. Atomic Action Records. I'm sure if you just use the goddamn internet and type that in, you'll be able to find it. That what are they? They putting out a lot of shit. They what? Are they putting out a lot of shit? Oh, a ton of shit. They uh, they just re released uh, uh, Verbal Assault Trial, one of the greatest hardcore records of all time. They're putting out uh, one of the best Boston best Boston kept secrets. This band Kingpin. Um, they're re-releasing uh, their, un- well, not re-releasing, they recorded the fucking greatest 7-inch ever for Relapse Records, and then it just didn't come out. And so they're finally releasing that after, like, 15 years. Uh, yeah, they're releasing a ton of really good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, it's just worth giving Atomic Age a fall. Is that guy in your band? Is that... Kingpin? No, the Atomic Age, dude. Atomic Action? Action. Fuck. The Atomic Action, yeah. dude. Is he, is he in your band? No, no, he was the verbalist. He's he's been around forever. I mean, he's been around since the early '80s. He's uh, Brian Simmons. He's released a million of freaking great records. Uh, Alone in a crowd. He's, oh. he's ton of ton of good stuff. If you're, yeah, if you when Tigers fight, man. Yeah, he he put that out way back in the day. Holy shit. He yeah, no, he's been around forever. He's awesome. He he released a bunch of the reason our sh- our record came out like right away. It, you know that first seven inches because. Um, our singer, his other band, this band called Sweet Jesus, um, they uh, they put out their records on Atomic Action. And my old one of my first bands, this band Third Age, we put out all our records on Atomic Action. So we've collectively put out like you know a ton of records on his label. Well, so fuck yeah! So please check that out, man. It it was great to just hear from you, man. I'm psyched to hear from you too, man. I love listening. I I freaking I'm a super fan of the podcast. And uh, I listen to it every week because it's like I get to hang out with you guys. I love hearing Buddy. I'm Ben. I don't know, Buddy, you're listening right now. Yeah. And, and it's actually a business proposal for you guys because if you were to like, you know, Carl Castle just died, right? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, man. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm you know, but there's a void. He's he's left a void in the world. You know, you could if you won on his show, if you won on uh, whatever. Wait, wait, don't tell me or something. Yeah. One of the biggest prizes you could get, Carl Castle would read shit on your voicemail. He'd say anything he wanted. He'd, you know, he'd, he'd read. We'd do whatever you need to do. And if there was a Patreon t- 
here that would allow me to get Buddy to like read my voicemail, fucking read Valentine's Day in their letters <laughs> to like girls I was stalking or something. Hell yeah! You know, like there's no amount of money I wouldn't pay for that. I'll fucking like, I, I'll I, fucking do it, man, dude. Uh, yeah, but. We're just gonna need to hang out, dude. I'm, we're just gonna have to come see you or fucking meet somewhere and yeah. do something. You gotta fucking hang out. Well, dude. it's not. Like, it wouldn't be a huge stretch for us to like book some shit up there and come up. But yo, uh, it, funny you say that because I, I think I talked about it before. We got approached by this fucking company, which I think they just hawk on podcasts. But their pitch, their whole idea was like, the lady was like. Oh, like the service that we think you guys would be great for is that you will record custom voicemail greetings for listeners of your podcast, and then we'll give you guys 20% of the cut. And it was like, why the fuck would we not just do that ourselves? Like, (laughs) buddy, call that woman. You don't need Chris for this. No. This is all you. Straight Lloyd. This no, is man. Fucking Tim Whistle. This is Team Tim Whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Whistle. Tim Whistle, man. That's a, another AKA, man. Nah, man. I'll do that shit, man. I'll fucking do whatever you want me to except suck your dick. I don't do that. I'm fucking, uh. I mean, I'll touch, I'll touch your hog with a glove or some shit, but I ain't gonna fucking. <laughs> man. All I'm right, just... dude. Well, we love you, man. And, uh, I'll, I'll holler at you soon on my personal time. Awesome, man. Yeah, I'll talk to you later, guys. Later, Parker. Dude. Stay true. Bye. Hey. <laughs> she called.